Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. You know, the other night we were talking about traveling. Were we? Oh, Remember? yeah. Remember? With, the, with the, thing. the club thing we went to visit. Yeah. And, and it was making me realize, like, I do really appreciate that when we travel these days, we go to an Airbnb and we can stay in a decent neighborhood. <laughs> Except for Vegas. <laughs> at a really good price. <laughs> yeah, the Vegas neighborhood was bad. But the place itself, I mean. It was fine. We really didn't spend much time there. So it really doesn't matter. And Denver was really nice. And the only reason we didn't stay in an Airbnb in Flagstaff is because when I originally looked, we were going to take Yogi. And then by the time we actually went, we decided not to take Yogi. And then I didn't bother to look again. Yeah. That would have been cool if we could have taken Yogi to Flagstaff. He would have loved that. Yeah. But you deal with these crazy Airbnb scenarios all the time. and I think I talked about the snake people once, didn't I? Yeah. And some cities outlaw airbnbs because of these scenarios so let them have it with the latest scenario well first i have to ask you a question here's my question if you go to an airbnb and you stay for i let's say five days and then when you're leaving you notice your calf is a little bit itchy and when you scratch it you get some redness and bumps so you're clearly allergic to something do you contact Airbnb and get all of your money back? Well, you know what I think about that. I don't think you should get any of your money back. <laughs> right. I don't think you should get one half of one cent back. So this dude, he came and he stayed and it was multiple days, like I said. And then when he's checking out, he's complaining that the apartment was dirty, which why did you stay for three to five days in a dirty apartment? From is my first question. Two, that there was all of these like structural issues with the apartment like cracks and stuff like that well bro you're in new york the buildings are old they're gonna have some issues and then best of all he complained that he had a massive allergic reaction to something he claims it was dirty linens (laughs) but it wasn't and that he had this awful awful rash on his very hairy legs and the reason i know his legs are very hairy It's because he sent us a damn picture of his hairy legs. And let me tell you, there was no rash. I couldn't see a rash. The weekend manager couldn't see a rash. There was no damn rash. He's just a wacko who's trying to scam people into giving him a free stay because of some rash he concocted in his brain. I wouldn't say that I disagree with you. I just can't. I can't. I can't. I cannot. And then there's the people 
Unless you had something else to say about rash man. Well, see, here's the thing about rashes. I mentioned this to you earlier. You know, there's a disclaimer in every hotel when you check in. You, you agree to their terms and conditions. And one of the terms and conditions is that if you're allergic to something, you need to tell them. And then people, I, I hear people saying, well, but if you don't know, how can you tell them? Well, exactly. But if you don't know you're allergic to something, how can the hotel know well, and that I would you might be allergic to that something. I would assume if you go to a hotel and oh, sweet Jesus, all of a sudden you're allergic to something they used on the linens. I would assume that if you go down to the front desk, they will do something about it for you. And I would guess that you'd also figure that out after maybe night one. I'll give you night one. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. At and work. that's kind of my point is that, you know, when you're going to an Airbnb, you kind of sort of have to treat it like a hotel stay. As you should. Yep. And you just explained how a hotel would handle it, and I agree with you. It doesn't make any sense that Allergy Man would get even a penny back. No, he shouldn't. And clearly, so he contacted Airbnb to get his money back, whatever. And clearly they don't disagree because they messaged us, and they're like, well, do you have any proof that the place was cleaned before he went? Blah, 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 blah. Do you have any proof that the linens were cleaned before he went there? Blah, 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 blah. And they said, we're also asking for proof from him in the opposite now let me tell you when people have a legitimate claim they provide that proof right up front they contact well, airbnb yeah, with all because, the pictures right well, yeah like okay it's just what happens with clients you know they they tell you oh there people are reporting an error on the website okay helpful be great if you told me what the error was and then usually at that point then they send you a screenshot of what the error is, and then it's like, oh, that's because of this. Now, mind you, obviously, this has just recently happened, or I wouldn't be mentioning it. But people who understand and want, like, quick action, they always provide the screenshot right away, and they're more specific. So I yeah. agree with you on that. I think I think when you have an issue, like, like when I reported to them the Airbnb here, I took a screenshot of both uh-huh. um, profiles. I, I gave them the hyperlink to both profiles i told them what apartment number it was i mean i was as specific as a person could be with the information because i wanted something done about it and i don't want to trust someone else to do the same research i did right if they want to double check it all go for it you provided them the easy way to double check it all like all they need to do is confirm that what i see is for real exactly it's all they need to confirm they don't need to confirm that every step that I took was the right step to find it. The fact is I found it. Right. You know, and that so you just provide it to them. So yeah, I'm with you. And he didn't do that. Right. Yeah. What I other have, weird what other weird ones have you had? I have one other recent one that's probably a little bit alarming and weird. Okay. So these people, it's a six day stay. And during the course of the, their stay during the course of their stay, the power goes out. On, say, Friday night. Oh, I remember this. And an hour later, our handyman comes out. He flips the breaker back on. That's all it was. The breaker was blown. Um, turns the power back on, apologizes for the inconvenience, then leaves. Two hours later, it happens again. He goes back out, flips the breaker, apologizes, and leaves. And it happens a third time on Saturday morning. Breaker blows. But by this point, we already have an electrician scheduled for Saturday late morning. Right. Okay, I remember whatever. this. Uh-huh. Um. Power issues resolved. They stay their last couple of nights there. 
She says she wants a little bit of a refund for the inconvenience of not having any power, and that seems reasonable. Maybe a half a night's stay. Refund is appropriate in that situation. Um, but she she checks out. She checks out. And she immediately sends a request for, I think it was like 90% of the stay, a money request, and leaves a bad review at the same time. When we have our Airbnb investments going, uh-huh. you're handling all the customer service. Because you want to know what I would say to that lady? Stick it up your ass. I would say, when you do you rent it, have you ever rented an apartment, lady? Yeah. Have you ever had like your water, your gas, your electricity be off for a while because of an issue? Yeah. Do you get to take money off your rent? No. Only if it's prolonged. So why would you expect to do the same? With a hotel rental. Right. Exactly. Again, sorry, but you're the customer, but you get to follow the rules that I set forth. And what you're talking about is a minor inconvenience. And I'd probably be glad to give you some form of compensation if it was my choice to give you that. But that gives me the ability to play it on a case-by-case basis. Exactly. And like what I told this person on the phone was I told them, we'll refund you for a half a night stay. That's perfect. The issues, whatever. But she immediately sends the money request when her checkout is complete and immediately leaves a review giving us one star because the accuracy of the listing was incorrect because it had no power. Now that's implying, that's implying that you arrived at the house and there was just legitimately no electricity. Like, here's a fucking candle. It's not even implying it. It's flat out saying it. And let me tell you, it was not a here's a candle situation. It was a whoops, the breaker is clearly being a little feisty. Or you're overloading it with your hair straightener and running the microwave and some other shit in the kitchen, which is what the electrician said. That they were overloading everything. Mm, mm. And so we declined her request for any refund at all and replied to her review. And now she doesn't get anything because that's what happens when you don't play nice and give the host a chance to fix the issue. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it only makes sense. And I mean, it, what people forget is it's a business. Right. They act like, oh, well, it's, you know, your personal home. You own it. Well, yeah, you do. But how is it any different than the companies that give their employees stock options? And so that person at the front desk is a damned owner. The moral of the story is, if you have issues with your Airbnb, contact the host and have them help you resolve the issues rather than whining it to Airbnb later. Well, but is that what you did when we were in Vegas? No. Of course not. So follow your own advice, woman. And I will tell you, because I didn't do that when we were in Vegas, it made it extremely difficult to get any kind of refund for the issues during our stay. As well it should. Yeah. As well it should. See, people... We are not hypocrites. When we screw up, we admit that we screw up. Yep. Wrong with you people yep. in society that are hypocrites Do about it. stuff like that. Contact your host. If they And if they're assholes about it, then contact Airbnb. Well, but if you think about it, just in the free market society in general, you go somewhere. Now, you have to assume, for the most part, that a business is open, so somebody of some level of competence works there because they managed to create all the steps that opened the business, right? Right. Why are we pounding on things? Because there's a dog underneath there and I wanted to close the footrest. Got it. So in the real true free market system, I'm going to that restaurant and I know that some competent person works there because they got it open somehow. 
Right. And if something goes wrong in that initial interaction, I think it's person purposely reasonable for me to never go back again or to go in and explain what happened and let the owner have a shot at it. Right. But in the first instance, I don't think it's appropriate of me to then go online and bash said business. I have the right to make the decision never to go back there again because I have no track record with that company. So I have a right to do that because I don't trust them anymore. Why not? But if I do that, I don't feel I have a right to go online and bash them either. Exactly. Because I have nothing to go on. But if I take the second route and I say, hey, owner, this happened, what are you going to do? Exactly. If they don't respond in a way I like, I have a right to... um, complain about it but i have to be honest about the complaint i have to complain about the thing i don't like and i have to be honest that the reason i'm complaining is because i don't like it because maybe the solution they give is perfectly reasonable Uh uh-huh but i just don't like it well that doesn't give me a right to bash it if it's reasonable and i know it's reasonable then i'm just being an asshole by bashing it (laughs) exactly and that's what these people do with these reviews it's what the people on upwork do when you hire them there that's why I hate hiring people there because they hold you hostage and they want to leave you, you know, a negative review because you were firm with them and told them they didn't do a good job. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not a huge fan. Not a huge fan. Yeah. So I don't know. I think the, I think, you know, how I feel I, I think that the business owner has a right to make things better. And if you don't give them that option now, but here's where I'm going to throw you a curveball. If I've always gone to your business and transacted business with you in the exact same way, and I've always gotten a response from you that I like and is what I would expect every single time, and then I go in and I get a single bad experience, do you think it's any different than the first example I gave you? Well, they have a track record of being perfect. But still, it's still not yet. To the owner, though. It's not yet time for me to just walk away and it's not yet time for me to bash them and it's certainly not the time to go and leave a nasty yelp review right it's the time to give the owner the chance to fix it or shut up and try again and if i shut up and try again here's the key to my philosophy here because i say they're both exactly the same i get there he does it a second time in a row now i got shitty service twice in a row suddenly it's becoming a pattern well again i have a choice to go to the business owner and say hey yo Here's what happened. And if I don't like how he fixes it, I can leave a review and say I don't like it. Or I can choose to never go back there again. If I choose never to go back there again, then I cannot leave a review saying how bad that business is because I didn't give the business a chance to respond to the negativity. It's no, just because they gave me a string of positives, that's just a zero zero game. That's what I think is crazy about this hockey game next week where that's going to start at 1 1, but they're going to play all 60 minutes. Why? I mean, isn't 1-1 one, one the same as 0-0? Zero, zero? That's what I said. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but, you know, whatever. Um, but that's how I see it. I think that if you, if, you give them a, if you want to give them a chance to fix what they did, then you have a right to leave a review saying why you object to the decision they made. But if you choose to just walk away and not give them that option, then you don't have a right to leave a review like that. You have a right to leave a positive review. You can put, oh, you know, it was great neighborhood, great place, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. In my opinion, even if electricity was out the whole entire time, well, for one thing, I would have moved on to a different Airbnb. Right. 
and expected you to refund the rest of my money, and it would be a reasonable request. It would be. Um, or I would stick it out. But if I stick it out, I don't have a right to leave a review saying how terrible it was because there was no electricity. Because I had an option to leave. Exactly. When, when you have control over a situation, that's why I think the one night thing is actually almost far worse than staying there for four nights with no electricity. Because with the one night thing, you kind of don't have a choice. Right. It's 10 o'clock at night and electricity goes out. What do you do? Move to a new Airbnb? I don't think so. Well, Not at know, 10 o'clock at night. On the same note, what's crazy is we've had people come and stay and the power will go out in the whole neighborhood. Like, all power out. Whole entire neighborhood because a transformer blew down the block or something. And they'll request like and be demanding a full refund for this day. Like, on what planet do we have any people, control over that? People want to game the system because the saying is the customer's always right. Well, they're not, so. And I think that because of people abusing the system, that term, the customer's always right, is now turned into the customer's always right unless they're trying to scam you. Right. Huh. Whatever. These people are the worst. Anyway. Anyway, I think it's interesting that you have to put up with that crap. I think it's, and fun. I think the worst part about it is that even at this big corporation, kind of decides whether you should or should not be forced to give a refund. I think that's lame. Well, I think what's awesome is we've come up, we've made a blacklist for Airbnb guests because we had some that would stay at multiples of our listings and pull the same things over and over Do the again. Same things, yeah, which shows a pattern of behavior. Well, and the big corporations too lazy to look at that. Well, no, no, no. We don't want to tell Airbnb that those places are hosted by the same person. Got it. So <laughs> you can't prove to Airbnb that there's a pattern. You just have to suck it up. So we made a blacklist. Oh, so when a reservation comes through, you check it against that list. And yep. then that's what when when I was building the software for restaurants on the run, that was one of the big features that I built in there was, you know, the old way would only look at the address oh my way i had it looking at the phone number the street number the street name person's name person's first name the person's last name and then that way it would look at variants of things like if something was you know one two three four five north main street and they called in one two three four five main street i had an algorithm that would check all those examples run it against a mapping software and of course if it's only north or south, it'll tell me, and then I know they purposely left something off, and it triggers the blacklist. Right. You know, hmm. that's a smart idea because we we used to get what used to happen to us is, and I think you can imagine this. Like, imagine the Motel Six over by um, uh, Valley View and Orangethorpe uh -huh. over there, and someone calls in and says, you know, here's my credit card number. I want to place a food order for lunch. Um, at the motel six but i'm waiting to check in so i don't know my room number so just you know just deliver it to the parking lot and i'll come and pick it up uh-huh and the driver would go to the parking lot hand the guy off the food the next thing the credit card is being reported as stolen yep because it was stolen that happens so we we literally made it a rule that unless you have a room number that we can check with the front desk that it's really your name then we don't take your order yep at a hotel you know and stuff like that like you had to build these rules into the software so that people the people were you. guided well and that your employees were guided through how to handle the potential scams you know damn scams yeah I, i'm i tried to lower your interest rate on your credit cards earlier today but you were having none of it 
No, I don't want a lower interest rate from you. I offered her negative interest, which means that it would just eat at her balance every month, lower it. She wouldn't have to do anything. Negative interest. Yeah, she said no. Because I'm not stupid. Anyway. Anyway. That's all I've got for you. That's all I've got. On that fun, fantastic, happy note, good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production. 